Hello, I'm Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 10 of the Well Done Life podcast. Hello, I'm Pamela Davis, and welcome again to the Well Done Life podcast. We made it, you guys. We're at episode 10. I'm so excited that you can continue to join me on this journey. And if you're new to the Well Done Life podcast, this is a podcast that's set up to help us grow as a community. I really, truly believe that we each have an opportunity to learn from each other's experiences and grow. And this is the foundation that I want to set up to create a community of people that come together sharing their experiences so that we can all grow and live our best lives together. So you are here at the right time, at the right space. It is Sunday night. It is actually March the 29th at 10.34 a.m. I kind of wanted to kick it back to recording, uh, putting dates and times in my podcast recordings. I can't say I'll be consistent, but especially for this one, I wanted to because this is episode 10. That means I'm in the double digits. I'm so excited. And this is such a special number. Um, Like you've probably heard me say in other episodes, I really truly believe in intention and I believe in the power of numbers and signs and wonders. So of course, because this is such a magical number, I had to look it up and I wanted to share it with you because that kind of sets the tone for what we're going to talk about today. Um, Actually, this is an angel number. Um, 10 represents um, an opportunity to focus on staying positive and to trust the power of your divine guides. It's a gentle reminder to keep your thoughts and emotions pure and positive. You can create your reality by the thoughts you put into your head and the feelings that you feel. And it again, that really does spotlight the abilities or the opportunity to be intentional. And the number 10, um, it's a very strong number. It resonates, resonates with the vibrations and energies of leadership, optimism, confidence, independence, creative powers, success, energy, originality, adaptability, determination, and individuality. Those are all very powerful things that we should be focusing on. So I know that we're setting this this time on good stock, and I hope that we leave in that in that place a little bit more reflective because I want to make sure that we're really kind of taking this time to be reflecting. There's so much that's going on. Um, I'm now going on, I think I'm going into my second or third week of, actually, it's my second week of working from home um, because of everything that's going on with COVID-19. And I'm sure many of you are in that same position. Or if you are still working and you're still serving the community because you're an essential worker, I really want to take a moment to say thank you. I really appreciate everything that you do. And I hope that everyone is being as kind as they can to those essential workers, be it in the hospitals, be it people who are in the grocery stores, being it people deliver our mail, the people who are making uh, grocery deliveries, just everybody. Because we need to think about the fact that people are out there risking their lives to make our lives a little easier. And that's something that should not be taken lightly. And Kindness should never be something that is an afterthought, especially in moments like these. So I know for myself, 
I really just want to make sure that I put that in my atmosphere, in the atmosphere through my platforms. And when I'm dealing with people directly, I always make it a point to say thank you, even when things don't go the way that I want them to go. Like tonight, I actually had made an order um, through one of the delivery services and they said it was delivered, but it wasn't delivered. And I was like, darn it, I really need all this stuff um, because I decided uh, a last minute project was coming up that I need to take care of. But oh, well, it'll get done. It'll get handled. And I was able to call easily and get everything refunded. So it's not anything about that. But it just showed me, you know, there are people working around the clock to try to make my life a little easier or our lives a little easier. And we have to think about that. You know, this is a time of adaptation. And um, I wanted to talk about that today because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this is going to change the trajectory of our lives, of our society forever. COVID-19 is something that none of us have ever faced. And there's so many different fears behind it which are understandable. Believe me, I I feel the same way, but I can't help but start to think about what is life going to be like when this is done and how we are we going to have to adapt to our new normal because it's going to be a new normal. It's not just about working from home. And then it's funny because even starting there, working from home is exposing a lot of different areas of our society that are going to have to continue to grow and evolve, especially when I think about like internet connections and high speed data, because I noticed that, you know, when so many people are online, a few of the colleagues that I work with, a few of my friends have probably experienced it as well, where they're saying, you know, your internet service is a little bit slower or people have had power outages because, you know, it's funny. We didn't really think that something like this could ever happen. We're so used to natural disasters, natural disasters, excuse me, but having something like this totally changes the game. And how do you prepare for it? How do you prepare for that many people putting so much pressure on the existing infrastructure? And I mean, obviously, it's a big challenge because you even think about it from an economic standpoint, the fact that we are all sequestered in our houses or I'm sorry, quarantined, and we're not able to go out and spend money and do the things in our normal routine, how economically we are, you know, in this time of possible or a time of recession and how we never thought it would be something like this that could bring us to this point. And how do we rise out of it? Because, of course, we will rise out of it, but it definitely shows that, you know, we have to be more forward thinking in how we navigate so that when a crisis has come, because crisis will come, that it doesn't necessarily bring us to our knees and destroy us, but it forces us to take a different view of how we want to accomplish our goals. So I was just kind of thinking about that, and it made me look up um, the process of adaptation because adaptation, uh, according to uh, the dictionary, Wikipedia is the uh, or the or Wikipedia, excuse me, is the evolutionary process where an organism becomes better suited to its habitat. This process takes place over many generations. It's one of the basic phenomena of biology. When people speak about adaptation, they often mean a future, a trait which helps an animal or plant survive. And there are three types of adaptation. Uh, The three basic types are physiological, behavioral, 
and structural. So there's many different ways that obviously can happen. And obviously from a biological standpoint, that's something that, you know, obviously causes you to grow and to evolve and to change. From a physiological standpoint, obviously we get stronger and structural, you know, maybe things would look differently. But again, it's all about adapting to our environment and how do we go about implementing that that change in our lives. And it's something that I find that I'm thinking about because it really does show you how quickly something can get out of control and how important our health is. I have to admit, I spent more time recently thinking about, you know, the things that I'm putting into my body. I need to make sure that I'm really trying to be cognizant of of how I treat my temple. Not that I wasn't before, but I need to be more cognizant of it because it's just so important. I look in the grocery stores when I've gone out and I see so much canned food, so much junk food being pulled off of the shelves or the shelves are empty. And I understand why, because, you know, it's canned food. It'll last forever. But then you go, not necessarily, and let me retract that. It doesn't always last forever, but it lasts a mighty long time because it's filled with, you know, a lot, there's preservatives to keep it have a longer shelf life. But then I look in the vegetable section and there's tons of vegetables. And it's just like, you know, where's the balance? Not saying that we should all be out running out spending vegetables, but unfortunately, I think sometimes we prioritize money over health and that causes us to eat in a certain way because it's more it's more affordable versus eating healthier, which we know is going to have more longer term effects on our body, but it means that we have to spend a little more in that way. So, but again, that's just, it's a societal thing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be preachy about it. I eat junk food just like everybody else. But again, I feel like you have to use this time to really get a little bit more intentional and adapt to what this future change will look like. Or I even think about it from a travel standpoint. I feel blessed. I was able to travel to the United States. United Arab Emirates and to Aruba before everything really got too serious with COVID-19. But traveling, it showed me how from an international perspective, there are so many technological advances. I could see now being a travel requirement in order for us to be able to move the way that we've been able to move. And it actually concerns me. I'm thinking to myself, are we even going to be able to travel to the places that we had the access to? Because countries are going to be concerned. And then how is that going to look? There's just so many, again, it's a long-term effect. And how do we adapt to that change? I had a trip planned later this year. It was planned for July to go to Thailand. And um, the travel group that I'm working with, they sent me an email explaining to me, you know, they're trying to figure out solutions and alternatives. They may move it to 2021. But one thing that they mentioned is that in Thailand, they're now instituting a travel requirement for people coming into the country that you would actually pass through like a bio screen and they would be able to check your body temperature. And then like when you come into the uh, country, you may have to self-quarantine as well. And I'm thinking, you know, long-term, even when things are clear, I can see more and more where there will be different screenings 
that will probably be implemented into travel to ensure health is obviously taken into consideration when someone gains access to a country. Uh, the UAE as well does have Bioscreen, um, I believe, and th- from what I read, and that was something they also were looking at implementing because they have a different level of uh, passport entries now where you can do like just go through like a lane and swipe and you're in. So there's just so many different advances coming. And I'm not saying that to make anyone concerned, like you're never going to be able to travel again or anything like that. But I'm saying it again, it shows that one situation, this situation will create a change in the structure, which means that we are going to have to adapt to a new way of life. So it just think makes me again kind of start to think not just how it's going to impact me right now or you right now but how are we going to be impacted long term and then i think about it just from what i'm hearing in regards to how people are treating each other you know there's certain people <laughs> you get afraid to even cough in public because you're scared that you're going to get ostracized or people classifying certain people based upon concerns you know you don't want to uh, we can't allow better yet we cannot allow xenophobia or a fear of what we don't understand or know to make us not the people that we should be to make us adapt in a way where we regress back to basic insecurities versus where we were or where we are where we try to at least give people grace and understanding and a willingness to be a part of them. It's just, we have to be really cautious about that. So again, it makes me think back about how we're going to adapt. And then personally, just taking it back to our lives. Something like this really shows you again how, how short time is. And what do you really want to do with this time? Like many of us are working at home. But I hope that during this time that we're being given to work, we're also resting and spending time with our families and we're thinking about our lives and what we want to accomplish and how we want to go about getting to our specific goals. Now's that time to think about your passions, to feed them, to cultivate them, because there's something that's in each of us, like I've said before. There is, all of us are blessed, in my opinion, with a gift. And that gifting, when we choose to accept it, choose to attack, you know, to tap into it, it's going to help the world overall. It is. It's, a, it's something to heal the world. And so it's time to start to get clear about those giftings. And whether you tap into them or you don't, in either way is fine. That's really up to you because your life is your life. But if you do have something inside of you that you want to do, when is there ever going to be a time where you have that opportunity to focus on your yourself, to focus on what you want to accomplish and get it done then now? Because now we're not running the rat race. Now our time is much more our own. And we have to take that opportunity to just get clear. Because there never may be another time like this. Like I said, it, it to me, and I've said it before in my other um, episode, I really feel like everything is very intentional. 
And I feel like as we adapt to this new normal, this product process of adaptation that we're going through, there's great things that are going to be birthed in this time. And it's not necessarily more money or new businesses, but it could be igniting a passion inside of you that leads you to help other people in certain ways. Or it could be something that gives you an opportunity to connect closer to your family or gives you an opportunity to to heal something inside of you that's making you unhappy or gives you an opportunity to rest. This is a time of adaptation because there's going to come a time when we're going to be back in the process of life and the cycle and it's going to be hectic and and frenetic again. And you're going to want to be able to lean on this time, on the things that you accomplished in this moment so that you can move forward through it because everything is about adapting and about growing and learning. Again, like I said, this is very uncertain and I'm not really sure how everything is going to work out. And I'm sure no one is. (laughs) This is something uncharted and and just totally unknown for us. But I, I believe that we'll come out of this on the other side and we're going to be okay. But we have to just be very intentional and we have to try to stay focused and positive. And if we're upset or we're concerned, we have to talk about it because these are times of uncertainty and there's nothing wrong with that. But do the work, essentially. That's really what I what I want to say. Do the work. Take this time. Take this adaptation time to grow and develop because ultimately There's something on the other side that's going to come out of this that you're going to need to be ready for. And this is our time to prepare for it. So that was just kind of where my head was so far with this. Definitely hope it didn't sound too preachy or philosophical. It's just kind of one of those things that I'm thinking about, um, especially as I'm going into my second week of my course, The uh, Science of Wellbeing by Yale. It was on Coursera.org, and that's like a free site where you can take online courses. And I really am liking it because it's definitely giving me insights into what really makes me happy and helping me continue to just get clear. Because for me, when I'm in times of stress and uncertainty, I tend to like to research and to read and to listen to podcasts and to fill myself with positive energy and things that will allow me to be reflective so that I can focus and control my emotions and move through them. So this past week, my first lesson was about learning what your dominant behaviors are and your dominant source of happiness. And my dominant source of happiness is gratitude. So I definitely want to take a time to acknowledge that because yes, I truly do believe gratitude will move you through. I have seen it in my life when I have been at my lowest, when I showed my gratitude, even when I didn't understand where I was, God brought me through it. So I I truly believe in the power of being grateful, even when you don't understand how you can be grateful and understanding God's power in your life, you will move through. But um, it definitely is a great opportunity to kind of see, you know, what makes you grateful or what those different traits are and how you can 
continue to manifest them and to get clear about the things that you think make you happy but really don't so that you're focusing your energy and your time in the right places. Because again, this is a time of intention. This is a time of adaptation. You don't have time to be wasting energy in places and with people and with things that don't make you better. So I want to make sure I will share the link again for it, as well as the test uh, link uh, to the organization I took, uh, the to the organization who had the test, excuse me. So I'll make sure I link that in my show notes as well. If it's something that you're curious about, I would check it out. And I would look at Coursera.org because there's other courses out there outside of that, the one that I'm taking, that may be of a benefit to you and will help you on your journey. So I just kind of wanted to check in this week. I hope this didn't sound a little too rambly. It felt it, but it was something on my heart because I think that we have to take this time to kind of think about where we are and how we are going to be changed by it. Uh, I hope that you enjoy this episode. Please like, follow, and share, and subscribe. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, as well as tune in on Alexa, anywhere spod- anywhere podcasts are found. Or you can reach me on Instagram at um, Pamela L. Davis or Twitter at I am Pamela L. Davis or Facebook at Pamela Davis. So until next week, I promise to stay consistent because I got time. <laughs> I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Keep your head up. Stay focused. We've got this. Let's support each other through this. And we will talk soon. Bye-bye.